Welcome to the Benjing Bad Takes podcast. I am Josh, here with my co-host Nicholas. How are you doing today, Josh? You know, I have some stuff to talk about. Okay. Um, we're going to go into a little bit of a deep dive about my emotional feelings in the first 10 minutes. Okay. Um, this is a good dive. Yeah. It, you Need know, to get it out there. Yeah. Before we get to the bad takes and all that fun stuff, um, I just want to first tell everybody that's listening, the millions that are listening, um, the 20 people that saw me on the street this week and stopped me to say they love the podcast, thank you all so much. I enjoy <laughs> taking the pictures with you all. Um you know, just only I only I ask if only thing I ask is if I'm eating with my family. Please don't disturb me. But other than that, everything should be all set. Were you at the mall? No, I was eating at Johnny Rockets, and I had like a slew of people waiting outside for what me. A classic place. Yeah, it was weird because it was just like those like you know those like tape rope lines that yeah. they put up. Yeah, you put it There's around. People your waiting booth. in those, and oh. and you know. Okay. They asked me for pictures after, but um, I could tell everybody in the Johnny Rockets in parentheses line yeah. was trying to get to me. But They also they wanted chocolate milkshakes. Yeah. They're obviously a sham. It was it was all for me. Nobody though. wants a Johnny Rockets yeah. chocolate milkshake. And, um, we just talked about this, too, but the introduction to this show should be the I'm in love with a stripper. You know, um, <laughs> from T-Pain. Yeah. It should be just the uh, the instrumental to that. T-Pain, please let us buy that from you for like 20 bucks. That'd be um, sick. Yeah. I, I, you know, T-Pain, that, that'd mean a lot. And I don't think we'd be, he'd be losing any money to that. No. Yeah. Um, We're still, you know, yeah. I don't think he would be losing. I no. think anything, he'd be benefiting from it. Yeah. A lot more streams on his songs. Yeah. Obviously, with our over overwhelming stream of success in this podcast so far. I mean, just the tens of thousands of dozens of people that are listening to this. Is... Divided by like tens of thousands of nope, dozens. No, nope. as, as far as they know, it's a million. Yep. And, no, you're right. And you know what? We're doing an absolute service by bringing this podcast to them ad-free. This um, is an ad-free podcast. Yeah. and Sponsored by no one. Sponsored by well, ourselves. No, we've had tons of people try to ask us for sponsorships. But, but we keep starting Until away. we find the right one. we got to find the right one. It will be brought to you ad-free because we we're just we're stand-up individuals. You know what I wish? You know what one company that wouldn't bother me? Hmm. Dude wipes. Yeah. Um, you always need them. I mean, they already they already emailed me about it, but I told them to hold off until I get Nick's approval. Fair enough. Um, but we're going to keep it ad-free until we find the perfect partner. That um, makes sense. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yep. All right. Sports time? Sports time. All right. So what do we want to start with? I think we should start with the most recent event, obviously the huge one, the Super Bowl. Not big enough. Make it bigger. Make it bigger? Yeah. You got to make it bigger. Got to make it bigger. I mean, it did top all sports with, like, the number one streamed sport on Sunday. I think it was the I think it was the number one streamed Super Bowl. Not big enough. Not big enough? Not big enough. Are you talking about the parade? The parade, too. But, I mean, just make the Super Bowl bigger. Yeah. I, I, want, I want it to be hosted like a, like a, you know, how they treated, like, all those athletes in Athens back in the day. Yeah, like, a, you need it bigger than the Olympics. Yeah. And you need it to be like there should be a torch. Yeah, started on like the Pro Bowl Sunday. Yep. Someone has to walk from the Pro Bowl mm-hmm. all the way over, even if it's in Hawaii, like exactly. it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, I want somebody to walk the torch to the next yeah. event. Yeah. Even if you have to like go on a ferry and just keep walking like circles mm-hmm. or a boat, just keep walking circles. You got to keep moving. I 100% agree with that. I yeah, Pro Bowl Sunday, 
Someone has to carry a torch, <laughs> or you know, not to rip off the Olympics. Something, something of. Oh, I want just take everything from it. Yeah, I want to nobody be, watches the I Olympics want to take anymore. The best, the best, you know, parts of every event in the world, especially winter. Yeah, so like the like the you know the Athens, you know, Greek athletes, whatever the hell they are, just celebrated. So the athletes should be naked all week in togas, like they, <laughs> those people were. Um, On chariots, there should be a torch, some chariots. Would chariots be sick. would be sick. Yeah. Some Rams or Bengals chariots would have been nice. That'd be awesome. That'd be really maybe a nice. live Bengal tiger roaming the streets of the Need whatever one. Super Bowl. City is the you know it is in. There's there's one day where they just in a cage they have a Bengal tiger and a, yeah like a ram yeah or and two. they just let them out like like they run with the wolf like they run with yes. wolves in Spain yeah exactly that's the perfect event to take Love from them because the nothing else good happens in Spain no yeah and then the biggest like the biggest hype up of the Super Bowl was Dwayne the Rock Johnson opening which was kind of stupid. You ready for a good take? I'm ready for the good take. The only good thing that came out of that was the NFL YouTube. Page oh. posting guy from Fortnite oh. does best most uh, you know electrify introduction ever. That I died. That was a that was awesome. I saw that and it it made me concerned for my well being. Awesome. Also, <laughs> never wear a full burgundy outfit. That was a, that was a terrible outfit choice. He terrible. knew he was going to be doing the the intro. Yeah, and he's good friends with. Um, Kevin Hart, why doesn't he just have you know Kevin Hart give him some of his extra Fabletics pants and stuff like yeah. that instead of going with those MC Hammer drop it, pants? Doesn't Kevin have a sponsorship with Reebok, right? I think he has a Reebok sponsorship for mm, shoes. I thought it was Nike. Yeah, it could be. You know, I thought it was Nike. But you know, either way, um, Super Bowl is a good game. It was. I we were almost correct with our predictions. Almost correct. We kind of were. We said it was going to come down really late. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I kind of. I'll be honest with you kind of found like the first half of the game incredibly dreadful to watch i loved it yeah defensive battle no you are a defensive guy huge defensive guy um i just can't get enough of dogs being dogs i think the first half was more fun with the whole idea that uh none of the refs were like throwing flags at all no until the NFL decided to make sure that the Rams won inside the 10 the last it was two minutes of the game. With uh, Logan Wilson's oh pass interference oh where he didn't even God. touch Cooper and then Cup. People, the unnecessary roughness call. I, oh, tweet, I tweeted about horrid. this. Horrid. In football, the only way to stop somebody from scoring when they catch the ball in the end zone before they hit the ground is to absolutely put your face through their face and Remember make them the drop the football. Remember the game chancellor with Michael yeah. Crabtree? Make them drop the football. It's or No, it wasn't Crabtree. It was Anquan Bolden. Probably. That yes. sounds right. Yeah, sorry, Seahawks fan. But run through his face. Yes, yeah, you gotta deck the dude. Run through his face. Yeah, that's and like I think in the end zone, nothing matters. And I want to know if the holding call got called before that, so they had to throw the unnecessary roughness call, so the NFL won. That would make sense. Because I there was people getting smacked around all game like that, and there was not one call. Oh God, yeah. I I what was there. I think the Bengals had like, what do they have? Five or six penalties. Something and like that. For the first three quarters, the one they had was from Vernon Hargraves. Awesome. Randomly running out onto awesome. the field. Awesome. What, what are you doing? That should never be a penalty. I love it. <laughs> you should have any guy that wants to fire your team up be able to fire your team up. I need to see a ball boy next time. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. I need a ball boy. I remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl or were making the Super Bowl run the whole season, all the running backs would go celebrate with whatever running back scored. Yep. Because the Eagles are and forever will be running back by committee. It's the city of brotherhood love. They are. 
Um, and that always fired me up as a fan, knowing that I would have some random running out in the field. Oh, like, God, yeah. Like, what is Kenyon Barner doing in the end zone, you know? <laughs> There's no reason for him to be in the end but zone. Because he would never touch the end zone. But it's awesome. But it's the best. It's, you can't, it's you, a team thing. You can't get better than that. But, no, the, the game was good. It was a good defensive battle. Aaron Donald showed why he might be the best defensive tackle in NFL history. The retirement takes were terrible. I can't believe that. Why would he ever retire? I think he said something about it. I think he did too, but why would he ever retire? That's concerning. He's 30. He's 30. He's 30, and I think he's only getting better. And he can't be worried about CD because people try to stab him with knives for training. Yeah, so. he's, you know, he's protected from the stabbings. Yeah, and from one CT fellow to another... It's not worth it. Keep getting those millions because yeah, nothing good grinding. happens after it. Keep, yeah, yeah, that's, keep the, that's the biggest dude. Keep grinding. Did you see him sled push the, what is it, right guard? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he dragged him. Absolutely, I mean, he moved people all he, game. He looked like you tackling me in Olympia sports. That'd be sick. It was I, sick. Yeah. Um, I just got dragged. Yeah, dragged. Absolutely done up. It was it was incredible. Yeah, um, but yeah, he just moved people all game, and he was getting double teamed all game, and letting other people get to said quarterback. Uh, do we 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 don't have to say his name? I mean, I just want to talk about his wife. That's really who I want to talk about. <laughs> um, but <Fat> yeah, Stafford. <laughs> that picture is legendary. That is awesome. But yeah, he was just forcefully moving people all game. So Aaron Donald should have been MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, I guarantee. I I totally agree. Cooper Cup had like what. Seven catches for 92 yards and, and two touchdowns. And three were meaningful. Yeah, three actually meant anything. Where Aaron Donald actually had a purpose in the game-winning play. Exactly. And did you see the thing where people were getting mad at? It wasn't Joe Mixon because he was out of the game for some reason. Yeah, why did um, he come out? I have no clue. Maybe there was. There's probably a personnel grouping thing when they call like 13 personnel and he, Joe Mixon's yeah, yeah. not on 13 personnel or something like that. Um, but he's got to be in the game. He does. He's an electric running back. And if the running back's running an angle route, it's got to be Joe Mixon catching the ball. He's way too fast on his feet. But did you see the video from behind how it looks like the ball was really close? He could have dove and got it. Yes. Did you see the other angle where the ball was nowhere near? It was was not even close at all. You still got to dive, though. You still got to dive. Darius Slay on Twitter. Darius Slay. He made a great point. Go Birds. Can we also forget that Darius Slay is a top-notch Twitter personality in the NFL? He is a fantastic... I didn't realize he was so good, and then I started seeing you like all of his tweets, and yeah, I was like, wait best. a minute, Darius Slay is hilarious. And Jennifer Slay is no slouch on Jennifer on, on, on Twitter either. She is, she is after people's necks. It's awesome. I love, all right, there's a level of, like, athlete wives mm-hmm. where them protecting their man or, like, going after people on Twitter yes. is absolutely electric and hysterical. And there's a really fine line where it's terrible after that. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, Brittany Mahomes? Way oh. past that. She's in she's in La La Land. I don't even know if I want to give my Brittany Mahomes take on here because it might get me a felony charge. I agree. But she is the absolute worst human she being. She is the worst. And the- I feel so bad for Patrick Mahomes because... Patrick Mahomes, super likable guy. Yeah, and she just makes him not likable at all. No, not at all. I never want to see the Kansas City Chiefs prosper ever again. No. I don't care what kind of, like, happy story another player has on that team. Never want to see them happy. And I look just like Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So I want to see him succeed. You do. But But I can't. You can't. Because of Brittany and said Jackson Mahomes. That's even worse. I think that's the... that's. The duo of the worst two people on And I had him blocked history. on everything for a long time because I, I was just tired too. of seeing him. 
I can't stand it. But now I want to see it so I can make fun of it. That's a good point. Yeah. He's uh, he's not blocked on our podcast Twitter, so perfect. You don't have to unblock him on yours. Perfect. Awesome. Um, Super Bowl parade. Super Bowl parade. Matt Stafford hammered. Hammered. Frat Stafford. He showed. And go dogs. Tom Brady's tweet at him was awesome. Tom Brady is an electric Twitter personality. He is. He really is. He's one notch below Darius Slay. I agree. Because he only tweets things that give him good publicity. Yes. Darius Slay will be like, NFL, why are we not getting paid enough money? That kind of stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah, but Frat Stafford was showing. Frat Stafford Mrs. Was. Stafford looked amazing. She did. As always. Fantastic. She's like eight kids deep or something like that. I, and I think it was like five. Something. Five and It's eight. something insane. Five and eight, there's no difference. Wonderful. Yeah. Um... But that parade, there was like 15 people there. There really was. I What was it? Barstool tweeted a video yeah. that someone sent in. And there was about four people lined up on the guardrail. Yep. And it, like the camera turned behind them, and there was not a soul. Not a soul. And as somebody who was at the Eagles parade in, oof, what was that? It was February of 18. Yeah, 18. Um, we parked two miles away walked to a row of 10 deep people at the end of the parade line and then people walked to the to the kit you know to the building with the stairs where they yeah. did where they did the thing you know like their speeches and all that yeah yep and there was not a soul that was not there that was in the city of philadelphia oh yeah people were throwing paper off the roofs like confetti people was, were throwing money around it, it makes was no sense electric like la okay you had a championship and you have two in 2020 lakers and you had the dodgers yep okay I don't. I don't remember any recaps of those parades, but I think the Lakers one was actually pretty I think decent. It was successful. Yeah, but you have a a sports city like Boston. Yep. They've had so many as of late, and yet every single one is Electric. filled to the brim. Electric. I I don't get what happened in L.A. And half of it's an excuse to day drink, which is fine with me. It's fantastic. It's excuses, a fantastic excuse. Excuses to day drink are never hey, never frowned upon. If Frat Stafford is. Yeah, um, but. <laughs> LeBron tweeting that we have to have a joint parade. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So bad. That he might be horrible. the worst Twitter personality I've yes. ever seen in my entire life. It's it's like you were saying, that fine line. Yeah, and he overuses emojis. Way too many emojis. He won't swear for some reason when you can clearly hear him swear in the entire NBA game. Every single game you hear it. So go on Twitter and say fuck <laughs> instead of saying devil emoji, devil emoji, AG <laughs> double hockey sticks because nobody wants to read that. Just say it. Just come out and say it. It's not hieroglyphic, hieroglyphics. It's Twitter. I think that's how you say it. It's a tough word to say. It is. Dude. It's like We're, 16 syllables. I We never really did that good in English. Yeah, and um, I'm not going to do good in English. No. Ever again in my life. No. Um, Degrading. Brain power is deteriorating at a rapid pace. <laughs> uh, don't ask me why. But, yeah, parade terrible. It was pretty horrible. Um, and there was something else I want to say about the parade. Oh, with all the celebrities in L.A., right, they all pop out to the Super Bowl. You think 15 or 20 of them would be like, hey, see you all at the parade so we can have yeah. some people there and we can celebrate after. Not a lick. Not a lick. And that just goes to show you how selfish those fuckers are. And how absolutely fake L.A. is. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand how. And that's why it can't be Titletown. No, it can't. Because nobody gives a fuck after the day happens. They have to go all do go do their casting calls for yes. little girl number seven on Modern Family. And exactly because every every person that went to that Super Bowl had to be filthy rich. Yeah, and that's why Boston, as much as I fucking hate it, is title town until Philly wins seventeen Super Bowls in a row. That's true. 
because there are people that are going to go do construction from 9 to 5, and their only excuse to not do that one day is because their boss wants to go to that parade, so they're going to call off work, Every, no, and the whole crew will be there. There is not a lick of construction after no. a title. and there will be every blue-collar worker. And they'll all be sitting there either drinking Dunkin' with liquor in it, yep. or they'll just be slinging back like 9 to 10 beers. Yep, ba- Bailey's and Black from Dunkin'. Exactly. Or 75 Bud Lights. God, yeah. And that's why Boston is Teletown, because people celebrate. It is true. And people care. They do. Nobody cares in LA. It's a very passionate city, for, and, and it's incredible. And we're both blue-collar men <laughs> sitting here wearing Carhartt. I have a collar on, actually, yeah. right now. It's yeah. black, but... It's a black collar, but you're wearing a Carhartt sweatshirt. I am wearing a Carhartt sweatshirt. I'm also wearing a Carhartt sweatshirt. This means... And that's as blue-collar as it gets, baby. We just work hard. There's nothing more blue-collar <laughs> than that. And that goes to show you that we're in the New England region. Hey. We are blue-collar men. We are title people. And Boston is title town. Not entitled, but title people. And I fucking hate every Boston sports team. Yeah? So for me to say that... it You know, it truly does come from your heart. It truly does come from my heart. Everything comes from my heart, whether it's hatred or happiness, but that it's true hatred to L.A. And that true is, no, ha- L.A. is pretty bad. Yeah. I and, can't stand it. And that's, that's kind of my whole Super Bowl thing. You know what's... Just speaking of L.A., you know what's really funny about L.A.? They always have two teams, right? Mm-hmm. One's always f- phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It does incredibly well. Yep. The second one is always the most garbage team ever put together. Yeah, that's pretty much how it's supposed to go. Like 2020 with L.A. Lakers, yep. L.A. Clippers. I mean, you had Kawhi and PG, but they did well, and Just then they got to the playoffs and didn't finish the job. Play baseball. Job's not done yet. Job's not done. Um, and the, but at least Job's in football, the Chargers weren't bad. Yes. I love watching the Chargers. If the Chargers got into the dance, they could have done some damage. I goddamn the Raiders for not tying. They had to give Big Ben one more game. Just for the funniness, they should have just tied the game. <laughs> they should have. Those assholes. Gruden were... would have tied it. Gruden wasn't there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you made sense. It. No, he definitely would have. Because he would have thought it was hilarious to He would have found out. it really funny. Well, say what you want to say about Gruden. There's a lot of bad things to say about that guy. Garrett, he, yeah, he's absolutely. a funny dude. He's funny. He's a funny dude. Bad dude. Bad dude, but Bad he's funny. Dude. Those two usually go hand in hand. They really do. I'm a terrible guy, but I'm really funny. <laughs> Case proven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now, seeing Big Ben in one more game was horrific. He hasn't officially retired yet, has he? Yeah, yes. He, he has? Yeah, he officially announced it. Oh, thank God. I know. If I saw that Joe Schmo run around the field for and then there 15 was, more seconds. What did it take? Two weeks? And then Tom Brady was like, yeah, guys, I'm retiring. Yeah, that was the best thing that could have ever happened. That because, was my favorite thing to ever happen. Because if he went to another team and tried to do the same exact thing. That also kind of would have been electric. It would have been awesome. But he realized that they had no cap room. Everybody was hurt. They couldn't get any more monster Tom free Brady's agents. Tom Brady's a good guy, though. He's a great guy. He left, gave Bucks cap room. Great businessman. Great guy. Yeah. He also made like $11 million a year for the Patriots for the last 40 years. Yeah, he took a lot of pay cuts. And Bill Belichick had him, you know, pinned to his asshole so that he couldn't and do he anything like, important. like, hey, Tom, I need to milk one more Super Bowl out of you every and, other year. And he did it six times. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, more power to him. More power to him. Definitely. 100%. Speaking of Patriots... How did Mac Jones make the Pro Bowl? Don't even get me started. Don't How? even get me started. Derek Carr? First of all, the gritty Please. in the end zone. Oh, no. Mac, come on, dude. You need to not. 
and he did not. Also, the play was blown dead 75 yards ago. Like, if it was 20 <laughs> yards, i get doing the joke. Yeah, just 70, kind of given it. Why did you run? 75 yards. You're probably the most unathletic human that being on the field. That guy hasn't ran in a decade. No. Not, a, not even close. In a decade. Not even close. And he's going to run 75 yards and gritty for some reason. I think the gritty should be reserved for only Jamar Chase and only Justin Jefferson. Odell kind of killed it, too. Oh, Odell's pretty good. Yeah. But Odell's really good at dancing. That's he the is. thing. you yeah. got to remember that. He's a fantastic dancer overall. Yeah. What, he, he hit the MJ in the end zone? That was pretty sick. That was so good. He's He he's, moonwalked. He's the best celebrator in the league. Oh, he is the best. The only, only other close one would be the team celebrations that, like... That the that the uh, the Ravens do. Those They're are pretty good. so good. They're pretty good. I missed I missed the uh, what was it the 2019 Seahawks mm. with their team celebrations. They were pretty good too. Tyler, they rode the boat, right? Yeah, they did that. They did um they played baseball. They did the I think, the, the old two step with. God, um, it was so good. Yeah, that, that team good. was so fun to watch. They they were fun to watch. But they didn't do a lot of damage. No, we, you know what? After 2014, after the. The interception at the goal line. Haven't done a lot of damage. Since. Haven't done a lot of anything. Yeah. Speaking of Seahawks, mm-hmm. I know that you're very passionate about this with the whole Philly fans crying and saying, we need Russell Wilson. Correct. I need you to speak your thoughts. So when you have a quarterback on a rookie deal for the mm-hmm. next three for the next three years, it's cheap. less than a million dollars a year. Or I think he's just a, over. He was what, a second what, rounder. So he's second, cheap. Yeah, he's cheap. He's going to get a lot of incentive money. Don't get me wrong. God, yeah. But. He's cheap on paper. And what is he, 25? He's 23, I think. He's really young. 23 or 24? Stat guy. Look that, look that up. Um, stat guy. Yeah, we have a whole crew here. There's a stat guy. There's a guy yeah, they're film, all just sitting guy very us. quietly. There's a Netflix crew doing a documentary about us. Yeah. Um, the Loft. That's what the title's going to be. Yeah. Capital T, lowercase everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, but when you have a guy that's that cheap, and has shown this much promise and this much getting better. I don't get why Philly fans hate Jalen Hurts. And we want to pay a guy $43 million a year to come over here and do the same fucking thing with no with the same fucking holes in our and offense. And he's, he's low-key within the past two seasons. He's gotten very injury-prone. Exactly. Guy- I love watching the Hawks, but I'm always scared that Russell Wilson's going to get injured. And meanwhile, Jalen's out here playing on a broken ankle. And then absolutely dogging on guys, too. It and was it, incredible. So don't even get me started on that. We're gonna hey, they're bringing a guy in from Houston who has like 17 rape accusations I think against him. It's 23, him, something like that. It's absurd. Yeah, it's the entire parlor. That's every masseuse in, in Houston, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, um, why would we ever bring him in? It's terrible. Just bad press. That I mean that that would make the whole Phillies the worst argument so valid. So much better. Yeah, and I don't want to do that because I already bat off enough dumb broads as it is. <laughs> like. Philadelphia is telling me they threw snowballs at Santa Claus. Yeah, cause Santa's not real, dude. No. So we threw snowballs well, at some guy that works like 17 hours a week at Dunkin' Donuts. That's not, who we threw snowballs not at. Not the real Santa Claus. Yeah, not the real Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> so Jalen Hurts is cheap, progressing every year. Keep Jalen Hurts. I don't understand the hate. And get rid of Jalen Rager Please. for something. A bag of chips, a Mountain Dew you know Code what? Red, something. With the Jalen Rager thing... I, you know, my heart got warmed by what Justin Jefferson said. He also said that because he got drafted before, uh, drafted after him, and is doing better. So no matter what he says, yeah, it looks better for Justin Jefferson. It does. Justin he Jeff- was throwing shade completely, hundred yeah. percent. Justin Jefferson, a good guy, great, great needler though. Oh, 
he'll needle the shit out of you. Yeah. He'll be like, oh, that guy's good on defense, knowing damn well that guy's not he's good on defense. Off. He does the Tom Brady thing. He does the Tom Brady thing. That's the Tom Brady thing. That's yeah. how you know he's a GOAT. I know. But no, get Jalen Rager off the team. Yep. You need, please target at least one wide receiver we in need, free agency. We need a free agent wide receiver, and we need a linebacker. I'm thinking either Rod God, Chris Godwin. Yeah. Or Too old. What? Too old. Too old? Too old. What I want he, somebody like, like... What is he, 27, 28? Yeah, I want somebody like 23, 24, 25. Yeah, that's fair. I want a veteran that's you, not a veteran that is a veteran. <laughs> a really good player. A really good player. Um, if anything, friggin' um, Eagles fans should be like, instead of Russ, let's target DK. Something. Please. Something. I mean, I love DK. I don't want we'll, him to we'll leave. But like, that would t- make so much more sense. I would give up everything that we have that's not like in the starting 22 fellas. Yeah. And Jalen Rager for DK Metcalf. I think Pete Carroll in his old, decrepit mind would be like, yeah, that sounds good. Pete Carroll's got to go. He needs to go. Got to go. Needs to go. He has a great shoe collection, a ton of bubble gum in his lip, but he needs to go. He Okay, he's very, he has a lot of charisma with the guys, right? I think he holds the clubhouse pretty decently. I mean, he kind of he has that, you know... That Alabama, I'm an old white guy, yeah, but I, like, I, I, like I connect Saban to does. you. Yeah, yeah. He, he kind of has that same. God damn, is he bad at coaching? I wouldn't say bad. He just doesn't know how to do it anymore. I wouldn't say he doesn't know how to do it anymore either. Well, his I say he hires the wrong guys because he's out he of touch does. with the game. I mean, remember what did we have? It was uh, Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. He was our defensive coordinator in 2013, 2014. Right. What happened? No clue. Went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, twice. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, yeah. Dan Quinn, no, don't need him. And I think that comes part of like the you know growing out of the game phase when you're that old. Yeah, you grow out of the game and you start realizing that hey maybe we should just play press man the whole time. So let's go get a press man defensive coordinator. Yeah. And instead they don't. And then they're like, let me. We want coverage to be better. So let's let's go out and trade for Jamal Adams. <laughs> I okay. Blitzy boys. I love Jamal Adams. Me too. And I think that Jamal Adams is a fantastic player. Me too. Listed at the wrong position. Yeah. Should be a backer. Should be a backer. Should be a backer. He has the size. He has the power. At least a strong safety. He can lurk, too. Yeah. If he's a, if he's a linebacker, he's fantastic. I mean, strong safety is a heavy, heavy, heavy underdoing for what he does. Yes. That, that moniker is just not fitting That him. position is so much more important than how Jamal Adams plays it. I mean, he bangs bodies around, which is what strong safety is supposed to do. Huge, but like huge he, at that. He's in the run game far too much. Yeah, I don't know why you're stacking the box. If it, if it was college, even I would understand because they run the ball a little yeah, bit more, like an Isaiah Simmons prototype. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but it but, just doesn't make sense for the NFL. God, Jamal Adams. Like I like him so much, and then he says some dumb, stupid Twitter shit. He's bad at Twitter. He's bad on Twitter. How funny is the Blitzy Boys thing, though? The Blitzy Boys thing? That's hysterical. I, know. I laugh every single time. You and one of my other best friends is a Seahawks fan, mm-hmm. and he can't stand the Blitzy Boy thing. And you know, I'm lighthearted about it. Exactly. I realize the, the joke of it, because Jamal Adams, great player. Yeah. Just not in the right spot. Not in the right spot. And as, and, long, as, as long as you can realize that. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of things need to be changed in Seattle. Uh, Rashad Penny needs to get handed the ball about every snap. Either that or get rid of him. Please. His his capital has never been higher. Because he needs to go somewhere he's appreciated. Or Chris Carson. Get rid of him. Like, we signed him on a big deal, and he's always injured. Because? He had his rookie, deal, or he had his rookie season. Fantastic. He doesn't get the ball enough to not get injured. 
I mean, if you get the ball once a game and you're not used to running because you're getting the ball once a game and you get popped, you're going to get hurt. It's just what happens. I love that. I love the narrative that Russell Wilson, it's a true narrative, but Russell Wilson is the MVP through the first eight weeks of football. Every year. Every year. And then something happens. And then something clicks in his brain. I don't know. Maybe Sierra gets mad at him or something. Do that or gets hurt. Oh, yeah. And then he's just like, no, I, no. I mean, maybe Jesus has his back for the first eight weeks. That's true. He prays harder on the first eight. Yeah, and then he's just like, now I'm giving you the rope to go do what you got to do. And he he can't do it. No, his hands hurt. (laughs) His hands hurt. (laughs) His hands hurt. From holding the weight of Jesus. (laughs) His hands hurt. Holding it over Seattle. That's hilarious. Ah. So, um, maybe enough NFL talk. Maybe enough. Let's transition. Hate the NFL, by the way. Yeah, it's awful. Love football, hate the NFL. Love the NFL, but hate the NFL. You know what I mean? I totally agree. All right. NFL, terrible place. Terrible. Now, speaking of more Philly, we're just going to stay on Philly today. NBA trade deadline. The biggest move that happened. 10, 9, 8, 76ers. Dude, Goodness. so excited. Never heard that before. That's their, that's their theme song. Dude. Really? Yeah. Uh, I just need to watch more 76ers games or something. Yeah. Shit's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And but you know what they're bad at? They ring the bell before every game, but it's a real bell. Yeah. And it's and there's no mic in it, and they just play the sound through this thing. Oh. So every time a guest goes to hit the bell, they, they play hit it too it, early. They hit it, and then the um, bell goes, doom, like way oh, after. That's so bad. Dude. It would do the opposite of pump me up. I'd be in the stands dying, dude. I'd be like, what is my team doing? Dude, it'd be, it's so bad. Like, when James Harden did it, it was like eight seconds after. What was he wearing? Oh, God. That he, looked, was, he looked like Ron Burgundy, dude. dude it was awful. That was, it, it, Ron Burgundy would have actually looked better in it. He would have. My goodness. But, no, we already disclosed that James Harden now is 76er. The best move ever in the history of the NBA. You think so? No, not true. No. But... But what did you get? Paul Millsap also in that deal? We did. And we only got rid of Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. And Andre Drummond, which both great players love to have him. Do you need a Andre Drummond when you have Joel Embiid? Probably not. No, Do you but need it's a Seth nice. Curry when you have a James Harden? Probably not. No, but both it's always nice, nice to have. Yes, you know? but I think, honestly, in a way, I think the Nets made out like bandits in that trade. Completely. They got rid of Ben Simmons. That we It's the same thing with Jalen Rager. We could have got a bag of chips and a Mountain Dew Code Red and yeah. everybody would have been happy. But you got James Harden and Paul Millsap. We got the best scorer in the league besides Kevin Durant. Both teams definitely got what they needed in they, that. They got way better. They Both teams got way better. Because James Harden didn't want to play with those fucking schmucks. No. So we didn't play hard or try. Well, did you hear the report that... Uh, James Harden was looking, he, he talked to Steve Nash and was like, yeah, let's play more ISO. And Kevin Durant was like, yo, what? Well, Kevin Durant's the best ISO, ISO basketball player in the history of the world. Kevin Durant wanted free flow offense. I understand. I, that's crazy to me. It's wild. Name one human being that's ever been born that can guard Kevin Durant nine times out of ten. No, you're, you're I can't. You're pointing to yourself I, right I, now, which is which is which it. is hilarious. I thought about it. Which is hilarious. Yeah, I'm like Slim Reaper 2.0. Yeah. Usually it's when I'm asleep, but and I'm dreaming. Yeah, dude, dude. Yeah. hilarious. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um. No, no one can guard KD. No one can guard KD, <laughs> and you can guard James Harden now with this whole new 
they're not calling fouls thing. Yeah. Which they're still calling a ton of fouls. It's, way a, too, it's incredible. Way too many fouls, but they're trying to tell you they're not calling fouls. It's garbage. And then they call it tech on someone talking to his coach. Exactly. But it's the perfect – James Harden's a perfect guy for that Philly scheme because they pretty much just give Joel the ball in the playoffs and say, go do it. Yeah. And it's not enough because Joel's not a point guard, but he thinks He's he is. He's just Joel. He should be in the paint getting 75 points a game, but instead he decides to shoot threes as soon as you the You mean post- his, his Harden step back as yeah. soon as he joined the team? As soon as the clock goes from regular season to postseason, he thinks he turns to Steph Curry, and it's yeah. wildly blasphemous to me. Um, but, yeah, I think James Harden is the guy to play with Joel because James Harden doesn't not pass the ball. No, he's a triple-double machine. Yeah, he just never really— When he has really... good teammates around him, he's yeah. a triple-double machine. Exactly. And Kyrie Irving should never have a teammate that's ever worth anything ever again because that guy is just <laughs> a bomb. I saw a thing about the whole Kyrie Irving situation— why is Kyrie Irving not allowed to play in the Barclays? Because he's unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. This is not going political at all. However, other players who are unvaccinated are allowed to play as long as they're it's the away, away team. game. Yeah. What is that? And it, they just leave the COVID at home. It's kind of like the same thing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like everybody wear a mask, but nobody's Nobody gonna wear a mask. It. Like let's just fucking move on from the thing at this point. Yeah. Let the guy play, and just just put it just put it beside. Yeah, and I just feel like letting some people play because they're on a different team coming in there. I mean, the guy lives in New York. What's the difference? Wild. Yeah. It's wild. Cra- it's me. crazy. So, I mean, I'm glad Harden got out of that. Super um, glad about that. That that That's too many ball hogs on one team. It's an incredible amount of players. Kyrie Irving's TNT to any team that moves the ball. Mm-hmm. So. I think by, I think the Nets did a subtraction by addition. Exactly. They got rid of Harden, so they I lost the ball. I think in addition by subtraction, but it's all the same. It's not our the, brains don't work. It's not. It's not the same. It's okay. I'm gonna suffer in silence, but uh, feel the pain. They they did a lot better. Uh, they got rid of a ball hog. Yep. They added way better role players. A lethal shooter. Uh, you got Seth Curry. Yeah. I almost said Steph. Yep. You got Curry. It's who, the same name, with yeah, just it's not the same name. They basically yeah. play the same game, but yep. just like minus like two MVPs. Um, Essentially. But you got a three-ball shooter, perfect. Mm-hmm. You got Andre Drummond, who's going to probably take over for, I don't know, 30-million-year-old LaMarcus Aldridge. They just needed somebody to rebound the basketball. Why do they have him in the lineup? Or Blake Griffin in the lineup. They just need Andre Drummond to go there and rebound the basketball. That's, I think that that was the biggest part of the deal for me, was that Andre Drummond ended up as a New, uh, New Jersey net. Tears. Shout out to the New Jersey Nets. Shout That's out my to OG team. Yes. And as soon as I went to Brooklyn, I couldn't be a fan. But they yes. brought back the throwback jerseys, which gives me a little bit of like a happiness. Eat those pathos logos, heartbeat. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> um, when I was a kid, all I would wear to school would be New Jersey Nets jerseys. Goodness, yeah. Yeah, dude. Huge Richard Jefferson fan. Huge Jason Kidd a, fan. You got to get a KD jersey. Absolutely then. massive Vince Carter fan. So those jerseys had to be. Those jerseys make my nuts tingle. But. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a little sidebar. But yeah, they won. They did. Both they teams did. won. Both teams got a really good deal out of that, and I'm very happy about that. Um plus picks for the Nets. Plus picks for the Nets. Who gave up everything for 90-year-old Paul Pierce, 93-year-old yep. Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know who else. Should we get into the Kevin Garnett take? Oh yeah, the greatest take of all time that never happened. Awesome. It was amazing. Awesome. If you guys aren't on Twitter, boo you. Boo you, first of all. It's a fantastic platform. 
Not it's like, to, no, it's not that great. It's like the common man's Reddit. Yeah, it's so good, but it's also so bad. Yeah. And the greatest thing that I've witnessed happened today. It was a parody account ran by a completely fake name. I don't even remember what it was. And he made this fake parody, like, um, what is it? Sports Media mm-hmm. account called Ballsack Media. Hilarious. Absolutely I don't understand how people believed it. Could you handpick a funnier name to troll people with? Not a, not if I tried. So good. And he made this fake Kevin Garnett article saying that Kevin Garnett hates how the NBA is today because people were forming super teams rather than, you know, just winning a championship while solo. And it's funny because Kevin Garnett played with three other, like, all-stars – Electric All-Stars. Electric All-Stars. And one in 07? Was it 07? I want to say it was 8. I think it was 8. It was 8. But they won in 08 with three other electric stars on his team. Yep. And so many people dove right in head first, crying and bitching because they thought Kevin Garnett wait, wait, actually wait, said wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. He did this. He did that. Wait, Kevin wait, Garnett, wait, wait. bad guy. But Kev, it was Kevin Garnett, great guy. First of all, great guy. Second Love of all, him. this is my favorite brand of Twitter. Um, the parodies, sports the parodies, because we all know Barry oh, McCockiner is a legend in the street. That's a fantastic one. And when he gets people, it's so good. It's so good because he has a cult following in the, in the replies that will play along with it. Because mm-hmm. those are the funny people on this planet. Oh, the funny people on this planet know how to play along with a joke, and they know how to react and notice a Twitter joke, right? Mm-hmm. These people that are with blue check marks, so they're God, right? They get like, oh my God, Kevin Durant said this. Uh, Kevin Garnett said that. Steph Richard Curry Jefferson threw said a, this. Steph Curry threw a trash can at a Make a Wish kid yes. and hit him. That was my <laughs> so favorite good. one ever. So good. But Ballsack Sports got Kevin Garnett and they got a bunch of people with it, right? Yeah. The best one's a Richard Jefferson one because Richard Jefferson actually answered and was like, tried to be funny with it. And then they like quoted him again. He's like, I never said this. Stop telling oh people that. God. So he, got, he he laughed and said no to the same joke, but under the replies. Richard and Jefferson is hysterical. He is. His TikTok is hilarious. That's a if you have TikTok, follow Richard Jefferson. I promise you, your life will get worse. And he might be so funny. <laughs> listen to this take, dude. He might be so funny that he knew that people would know that he was fucking with the guy from Ballsack Sports. So he was answering in the replies as angry to be funny. Oh, I guarantee it. He dude, does have a big head. Dude, that'd be so funny. I hope Richard Jefferson sees this. Richard Jefferson will hear this because me and Richard Jefferson go way back. Yeah? Um, yeah. Like, I just, like your... I just said, I had like six Richard, Never- Richard Jefferson jerseys when I was a kid. Yeah, it was your so mini camp days for you showing out. He has to know out. who I am. Yeah. yeah. It was when you were going to try out for Team USA. Well, not not did. Or not try, I did. Yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, no, that was, if he's that funny to play along with a joke while getting angry at a joke. He might be my favorite sports person on any I mean, social media that's top that's top tier comedy right that there. is top tier and you got to have a light heart because a lot of people don't if you go on twitter with any bit of serious like serious <laughs> i was gonna say curiosity because that's really funny <laughs> um oops um oops. if you go on twitter with any any serious bone in your body you're not coming out alive no you're no. not and that's why a lot of people delete it like after they get it and then they, they, get just, in, they, and then they download just, it again. They can't do it. Like, any for any person I talk to, they're like, oh, yeah, what social media do you have? And I'm like, Twitter. They're like, what is wrong with you? You ready for this? If you have a private story on Snapchat, you're bad at Twitter, and that's the take of the day. Man, 
Yeah. I wish I could hug you right now. Yeah. Too we, bad we, we could hug, but it would be bad audio. Yeah, it would be terrible audio. But if you're not funny enough to be on Twitter... Then you have a private Snapchat story. Then you have a private Snapchat story. Oh, my God. And a lot of people have one. Take take that into consideration. That's, like, the probably the best thing I've heard. That's private, the most accurate thing I've probably Private heard. Snapchat stories are people that only get less than 10 likes per tweet, or they don't know how to I get mean, likes on tweet. I mean, I'm very—I I don't. It's just because you have a select Twitter group that you— or that I you, really that, do. That I have, have a very niche Twitter, niche following. Twitter following. Mine is just—mine's beautiful women and, and four-star athletes. That's you, who follows me. Yes. But, I actually I had a tweet blow up. I I tweeted at PFT commenter. It was yeah. fan, it was fantastic. I've had some some stellar retweets in my days. Man, that's the that's probably the best feeling in the world is when someone with a major following on Twitter mm-hmm. either likes or retweets you, mm-hmm. and your tweet blows up. I had a Drewski retweet before the blow up. Oh that was my. huge. Yep, Did they you got like really? two, they got like three hundred likes just in a reply. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Um, I had a couple rappers. Um, Krista Lee with a with a favorite and a retweet. Was it before? Oh, it was before. Okay. But we're so like we never left the Delia fan. No. We, we never left He's the bandwagon. Funny. He's a funny dude. If his fiance is not gonna leave him, you think I'm gonna stop listening to his podcast, dude? It's a fantastic take. Dude, if his fiance is not gonna leave yeah. him, why it, is some girl named Bethany in the middle of Manhattan gonna throw a bitch <laughs> fit about it? Bethany, that's the most Manhattan name I can think of. Bethany. Yeah. She's like old money, but like old money running out old yes. money. Yeah. Uh, completely. Like, the, like they used fake, to live in fake luxury. Yeah, they used to live in Greenwich, Connecticut, but now they live in New London, Connecticut. Yeah, and they just yeah. they just keep walking into like Chinatown and buying all the knockoff, oh, dude, so like funny. designer stuff. How funny is that? Thinking about people that had old money but they lost it because they just spent it on too many frivolous things. Yeah, because they just weren't frugal enough. Oh, so funny. You gotta be frugal. I'm the cheapest motherfucker, you know, and I love it. Are you Scrooge? No, I just don't like spending money on things. Like the other day, this guy tried to get me to buy, like, to buy a mask or something so I can get service for a dollar. Oh. I just left. Oh. You know? At that point, I would agree. Buy a mask so you can... Where, where were you? I forget. But they wanted me to buy a mask from the guy so I could wear it. Like, that's that's a monopoly on the mask. That, that, that should be illegal. That's in the Constitution that you can't do that. Somewhere, some way. Somehow. You know, someone will, someone will reiterate it there. Yeah. But that is... That is bad. Terrible. Either way, I'm cheap, so I really yeah. really identify people that are cheap. No, that's true. I, I mean, I'll, I'll drive specifically way out of my way just for the cheapest gas I can find. And there's apps that give you cash back on gas. Did you know that? Are there? They're not a sponsor, so I will not say their name, but there are apps. Tell me after. I will. That sounds great. I know. Um, man, we kind of started getting into sports takes that were terrible. And I I discussed with you one that I really want to get into. Sure. But before you say that, of anybody course. listening and you want bad sports takes, you'll get them here. If you want bad take or you want an analysis on be- like bad life takes, you're going to get those here too. Yeah. So you better come in buckled up for both. It's it's the best of both worlds. Because we're not just a sports podcast. We're a sports family sports comedy podcast we're a family sports comedy family podcast yes yeah i, I but we're not those family youtubers no <laughs> that the is ones the that one. go into like yeah. a orange leaf and sing to the cashier uh, don't even get me fucking started on that <laughs> i will i will blow up right in this law but yeah so just just a little forewarning if you come here just for sports takes you're in the right place but you're also in the wrong yeah place. you gotta you gotta have some thick skin because we're gonna you gotta be open-minded. You do. Like seventy-five percent of people are gonna listen to this. Have a Snapchat story, a private Snapchat story. 
but they're also bad at Twitter. You got it. You, and I'm going to tell them. It's okay. And it's, I'm, a, it's okay. And I'm going to tell them. And what I say, you might not want to, but you probably will. But I'm going to tell you not to take it as gospel, but you're going to take it as gospel. And you got to respect it. Because what I say is true. Yeah. It, it just is. It, it, it is that way. No, that's fair. And I did check our downloads and it was in the millions. You're hundreds right. of millions. Hun- sorry. Hundreds. Hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions. millions. I'm getting stared at. Yeah. All right. Next take. So right. I just had to put that little out there. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So. Uh, our like final bit that we wanted to go over today was you know the worst sports take that we could find, and you know after countless searching, by that I mean I spent like five minutes on Twitter and found twenty. Um, Actually, I thought twenty five fans DM'd it to you because we asked them to at the yes, end of last sorry. episode. Yes, uh, sorry. Bunch of DMs. Thank you guys all for sending them in. Loved them. Yes, they're all great. Keep, uh, keep tagging me in anything else you see. Yes, hugely, and. <laughs> What are you my, laughing at? My, uh, my favorite tweet that I saw, or sports take, was off the Stephen A. show. Is that what it's called? S-T-E-P-H-E-N. I don't know how to spell. Really good at Wordle, though. We'll talk about that <laughs> after. Been a, been a bad Wordle streak, dude. We'll, we'll talk about that after. Okay. All right. The Stephen A. take was with uh, Chris Russo, who's famously on MLB Network, though we the MLB doesn't exist right now, so we're avoiding it. Um stupid owners and uh the take was is that Dak Prescott is the quarterback for the Cowboys is severely overrated because he is and he compared him and said that Dak Prescott is a worse quarterback than Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings because he is and Chris I hate you you are the worst person to listen to on MLB Network I change it as soon as you come on my screen he's too fat Chris Russo yeah no, he isn't. You're thinking the wrong person. Am I? Yeah, Chris Russo is like skin and bones, and his his nickname oh, is Mad Dog. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking Mad about Mad Dog Russo. Yeah, I know you're talking about yeah, that. Yeah, like just... the rest of MLB Network, you might be right on. Yeah, who's the guy with the salt and pepper beard? Ooh. He does like all like the talk shows. He does like the, like the pregame stuff, the postgame stuff. Oh God, I'm dying. I can't remember. Either way, he's fat and stupid. <laughs> okay, but continue. No, you're right. Uh, and you know, Chris Russo, as much as I hate you. Great take there. Dak, uh, Kirk Cousins, better quarterback than Dak Prescott. And, and Dak Prescott and is a super overrated quarterback. That's hard to do. It is hard to do. Be worse than Kirk Cousins. See, the way I see this, just to like, like just to really push this statement and put a period mark in it. Emphasis. That's all. Yeah. I don't know words. No, I agree with you. I, yes. I agree with your, with your little moniker, but I just want to emphasize your emphasization. Perfect. Kirk Cousins has... Justin Jefferson, who is arguably a top 10 receiver in the league. Best in the draft. Yes, easily. Bare minimum. Easily. And Adam Thielen, who is a severely regression, regression, regressing wide receiver. Wouldn't say that. Well, he's old. I'd say he gets covered a lot more now than he used yes, to. Yes, ever since his breakout year. Mm-hmm. he's kind of His production's gone down because he's getting yes. tighter coverage, and he doesn't really have that elite breakaway speed or any fancy cuts. No, but he is the best sideline to middle of the field receiver, like like the third, great the, the outer thirds. Don't have a foot fetish, but great toes. Great toes, yeah. He's 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 electric on the on the two outer thirds. Oh, absolutely. But Kirk Cousins has those two targets. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, and he can and, dump and, off to and Kyle Rudolph. No longer on the team. But he had him for a long time. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's, I'm, and he's somehow I'm kind of going off like this past season. But I'm season. saying like Kirk Cousins' yes. history. Yes, 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 yes. He's still that bad. Yes. And he had all those weapons. He really, but Kirk Cousins actually like 
he doesn't have awful stats. No, because he just dunks and dimes and does he the has job. Like, he's he's guaranteed like at least three eight four yards, like three thousand eight hundred yards and twenty five plus touchdowns. He's like one of those fantasy quarterbacks will get you seventeen a week and you don't bet your bad because he's a QB two. Yes. And people are gonna be like, How are you gonna say Kirk Cousins is terrible? B, 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 B. You're not as good as Kirk Cousins. I know. In perspective of guys that get paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to chuck pigskin around, he's bad. He is bad. But he's not good. He's not great. But he's, but he's not atrocious. Yeah, I would... You know what? If I was a rebuilding team... I'll take him. I'll take Kirk Cousins. But I'm not taking Dak Prescott. I'm not taking Dak Prescott. Now, I'm going to put a little more emphasis on why Dak Prescott is overrated. Please. I think... I, I could be wrong... Stats will have to come out. Stat guy, get on it. No damage. But Dak Prescott had a meh year this year, like an average quarterback year this year, right? I thought this was supposed to be his best year ever. It was. It was right. supposed to be it his best his, year. But he had a meh quarterback year. Meh. Meh. He has three, according to Pro Football Focus, three top 40 receivers. <laughs> Can you name the top two? Yeah. It's Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. What if I told you it wasn't Amari Cooper? Shut the fuck up. What if I told you Amari Cooper is the 40th ranked wide receiver according to Pro Football Focus? I mean, I would buy it because I don't think he's that good, but... C.D. Lamb's number one. He's actually... He's number one in Pro Football Focus or no, no, number no. one on the on team? The Cow- Cowboys. Holy shit, I just had a minor stroke. I, I would have been so mad. Oh, if you want me to make you mad, I think C.D. Lamb is ranked number four. That's still way better than number one. Yes. So my stroke is now... It's, you know, it's, dissipating. Half, it's a half stroke. It's a half stroke. It's like Plus. when you're rowing a boat and you give just the left side a row. Yeah. Um, Yikes. But, yeah, stroke, stroke, yeah. Was, you, you got it. I got I, you. I know you did. But, um, please tell me who the other receiver is. Michael Gallup. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yes. He was ranked, I think, in the top 20. And pro football focus is the best metric for rating people in the NFL yeah. that we have. Yes. It's very good. Yes. So I got I, a subscription, by the way. I'll really? send you the login. Yeah. You can so I don't more. doubt that that's in a production sense the right yes. answer. Amari Cooper is ranked 40th. But does that mean that Dax Bags doesn't get Amari Cooper the football? Is that what that means? Kind of. So does that mean that if Dak goes to the Vikings, that he's still worse than Kirk Cousins? He doesn't get the right guys the ball. Just also painting more of this narrative. I still got more in the chamber. I could paint this fucking thing like Picasso. I got dude. more in this chamber. You're gonna, I'm gonna blow you away because this is also part of my hill take that we'll get further into. Oh, dude, this I want to die, die on so many hills. This will be a later take, okay. but just to push this narrative more, Dak Prescott has so many weapons that, in fact, he has two. I think it was top uh, twenty running backs. Mm-hmm. Who's number one for running backs on the team? If you tell me that it's not Zeke, I'm it's gonna, not Zeke. I know it's not Zeke. It's going to be Tony Pollard. I already Tony know. Tony Pollard's ranked the number four. Because it's okay. So I knew that one because it's blatantly obvious yeah, that Zeke Zeke's is not the best. No longer good. But Tony Pollard is a top tier fantasy running back. Unbelievable. And he will forever be my flex. Yes. But Never. I'm not surprised by that take. No. But, but how bad does Dak have to be to not keep Zeke in the flow of the game and get him the balls, you know, third and two, not second and that, four? I think Dak was ranked as, like, the 11th best quarterback according to pro football focus. And I'm pushing this narrative even harder. 
He has two, count them, two, I think, top 15 guards, two top 15 tackles, and I think his center is ranked somewhere, but that doesn't matter. He has probably one of the highest-ranked offenses. It should be the best offense in football. It should be the greatest show on turf, according to, like, pro football focus ratings. That should be the best team offensively ever. ever. Yeah. Nothing will make me happier than watching the Cowboys lose every week that they step on the field. It's so good. Because, first of all, they're, like, always above average in the regular season. They just are. Because Dak falls apart and does no damage past week 16. He can't do it. That's why the Eagles lose every year. The first time they play the Cowboys, and they mm-hmm. win every year. The second time they play the Cowboys, this ha- didn't happen this year because we started our practice squad yes. versus their starters. Their and it was squad. still a game for a little bit. It was, but because Dak falls apart, mm-hmm. Dak can't play in hostile environments. No, Dak can't play when it's cold out. Never. Dak can't play anywhere but Jerry World. When there's lights, there's no Dak. Dak couldn't go to a, a Texas high school game and play and be comfortable. There's too many fans. Too many fans. There's too many fans. And he's a Jordan brand athlete. He is? Yeah. Jordan, How? Jordan Cleats. How? Just Jordan Cleats. No clue. Yikes. But Jalen Hurts is also a Jordan brand athlete. Way better. Taking Jalen Hurts all day. Taking Jalen Hurts. More mobile. Yeah. After uh, poor Dak's ankle. Yeah. Um, But also, I think Jalen throws better balls. I do, too. With a now, significantly worse offense. Now, is Dak's timing on those balls better because he's been in the league for six or seven years? Yes. 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 Will Jalen's timing get that good? God, yes. yeah. So, paint it here. This is this is the problem that I'm gonna that I'm gonna throw out there. Kirk Cousins is a mid-range, mid-tier, no problems quarterback until he is right. Yes. Until he throws that game of four picks. Until he throws that it's game. It's fantastic. I love yeah. those. But Dak's gonna give you one of those every three weeks. Yes. So the Cowboys' record this year. What was it like ten and eight or something? Twelve and five. Twelve and five. All five of those losses came against teams that had a winning record. Yeah. It's. Gosh. And the Eagles lost to everybody with a winning record, too. But we should be losing to them. Yes, that makes sense. Dallas shouldn't be. Dallas shouldn't be. With, it, with like, one of the best offenses in football, grade-wise. What are you doing? If pro football focus is as good as we say it is, and it is because me and Nick Miller are sitting here saying it's that good. Fact. That's, that's an atrocity. An atrocity. For Dak Prescott. Speaking of words are the worst. Why did we start a podcast? We should start a podcast where all we do is type the words out with autocorrect. I agree. Uh, An audio, uh, a written podcast. A written podcast for the deaf. New media. For the deaf. Strictly in Braille. That's for the blind. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I knew that. That was part of the bit. Um, Let's just move on here. Yeah, it never Um, happened. No, that's really that's really funny. I'm not even gonna brush over that. That's hilarious. I because see. I mix that shit up all the time, dude. All the, the time. Braille. I can still see. All the time. But you're not, but listen. Yep. If you can't see, you can read Braille. Yeah. If you can't hear, you can still read Braille. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's stopping you from learning how to read Braille. How many times in school did you look at the sign, then close your eyes and be like, "Look, I can read Braille." And then tell it to someone, and they'll be like, wow. Zero times. Really? Zero times. I was that asshole? Yeah, you were that guy. I did it like five times. That's when you. That's when you're like when your I idea was of funny was like bad, like this was before stinky I, humor. This was before I got on Twitter. Yeah. That's yeah. when you had a private Snapchat that's, story. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
fucking circle the wagons in that circle fucking joke. The wagon. Circle the wagons on that joke. Dude, that joke is awesome. That joke is perfect. That's the that, that's gonna be my take, my hill take. Is that it's gonna be your it's gonna be your uh, everyday life hill yeah. take. Yeah. You gotta have a sports hill take too. Oh, there will be a sports hill take, okay. but like my right, cool. my daily I will die on this hill take every time I step out of my door this morning. Yep. You are a worse human if you have a private Snapchat story versus if you don't. It's true. I guarantee Dak Prescott has one. I boy, and I know for fuck's sake, Kirk Cousins does not have one. Kirk Cousins would never. He would. I don't even know if he knows what a phone is. (laughs) Dude, his his, like he just has like (laughs) he just has the look of him like every time he's done playing football. It's wife beater, bad sunburn time. He looks like he just doesn't believe in technology at all. He looks like he can bail hay with his eyes closed. That's what he looks like. He looks like he just loves barley. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits there and he's like, mm, barley. Dude, he he's going to be the next Levi Jeans guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guarantee 100%. it. 100%. Isn't George Kittle Levi Jeans? Oh, dude, George Kittle Levi Jeans, that just doesn't make sense to me. I think I think he was. No, I, I guarantee it's right. Yeah. But just, you know, from, from a marketing perspective. That would never make sense. Tough. You need the most, like... Average looking, right. playing, and like public relations athlete to Hunter be a Renfro. Levi. Hunter, Hunter Renfro. I want to touch upon him next week. I wrote him down in my... Can we wrap up the Stephen A thing first though? Oh, sorry. Yeah, we probably should. We're really bad at that. Stephen A. Because we get our takes out early and then we riff. Yes. But Stephen A. Stephen A. Used to be the best sports commentator. Used to be. Now? When, when he was talking about... Uh, who was it? Being on crack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. That's the best Twitter clip of all time. That's the best thing ever. But Stephen A. is now in the Skip Bayless category. He is. Where you just say such an outlandish thing just to stay relevant. How can St- Yeah, and it's just because sports media is so fucking bad. It's terrible. the more stupid shit you say, the more you get paid. That's incredible. Kellerman is the fucking worst, but gets paid. Stephen A. is the fucking worst, but gets paid. It makes no Skip sense. Skip Bayless is the fucking worst. Except for on Instagram. No, that's still the fucking that worst. That was a joke. Even though I make fun of it and it's hilarious, still the fucking worst. I love his Jordan fits where he just yeah, looks dude, like an angry toddler. That's the best. That's the greatest thing on and earth. And I'll post that picture every week until the day I die. It's fact. Because it's awesome. He's like, just dripped out in these J's and it's like, LeBron just lost. And he Ugh. posts this picture and you're like, what's wrong and with I you? And I think that's what makes some sports commentators so bad is that they're such fucking homers. Yes. Stephen A., every time the Cowboys lose, gets so excited. Yeah, you do too, but not yeah. to that extent. But then he's going to go out there and try to say Dak Prescott's better than Kirk Cousins. Yeah, stick with the take, please. Because you're going to tell me the Cowboys are going to lose in the playoffs because the Cowboys are in the playoffs and, and the whole country knows yeah, they're going to lose. Yeah, you tell me that the Cowboys are going to lose because Dak Prescott is not a big quarter, like a, he's not a good quarterback. And then today's take, you just died laughing at Chris Russo, which, first of all, kind of rude. Um, Hilarious, though. Yeah, I hate Chris Russo. I would. Uh, if you I don't die do laughing at people in conversation, you're not. It's perfect. Yeah, you're. It's you're the not perfect really thing to do. Conversation. But, and then you're gonna tell me on your talk show that Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. Can't do it. Please stick with a take. That's, Be committed. That's the problem with sports media is they're so fucking wishy washy. Yeah. And even it needs if to be more solid. And even if you're wrong, just own up to the take. Oh yeah, because you could have been right. Hundred percent. And when Skip Bayless refuses to say that he was wrong. 
about NFL things to, to Shannon Sharp. is me off. Who was like a 15-year NFL veteran Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. He's Skip, a Skip Bayless that tries to tell, tell Shannon Sharp about what goes on in a locker room. It's incredible. He goes, this guy can get the locker room fired up. So Shannon's like, no, he can't. No, and clearly Skip, not. And Skip's like, you're wrong. Shannon's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's so funny because, like, Skip is just the smallest, scrawniest guy. And if those two met in a bar and, like, didn't have their whole show, I guarantee you we would never hear from Skip Bayless again. Ever. Ever. But Skip Bayless can say that XYZ is the great one week, and then when Shannon Sharp agrees with it the week after, he's like, no, 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 no. Uh, sports media is the most wishy-washy. It's terrible. Hypocritical place on Oh, God. I, and I can't even fucking watch it anymore. No. Like, I will watch it for the sole purpose of informing myself for this show. If I ever if I ever look at you in your face and I say that Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, please take me out of my misery. We'll be in the twilight zone. Tell my mom I love her. We'll be in the twilight zone. Hi, Mom, if you're listening. Yeah, so I think we're done with that. I, I'm getting too fired up to keep talking about Dak yeah, Prescott. It's, it's, a little, it's a little much, but um, I think that wraps up about all that we wanted to talk about today. Sports-wise. Sports-wise. Can we can we brush on one topic that I want to talk of about? Of course. Anything for you. It's almost golf season. It's almost golf season. If you don't know. It's almost golf season. Me and Nick Mello, scratch golfers. Oh, yeah. Pumped for this golf season. I think we shot what? Played 18, shot an 18? I wish. How good is the bit? <laughs> We're rolling off 18. Oh, God, it's so at every good. course. We say it every single time. And I go, time. oh, 67 today. Not my best. Not your and best. And Nick will go, yeah, it's a 67 with an earshot of like 40 people usually, maybe less, maybe more. It's incredible. And they all look at us like we're crazy. Even Th- And then on our card, it's like 102, 99. We, we can shoot good if we try. That's, we do. Let's be real. We do. We, we do have our days. I've shot in the 80s before. Yep. I, that is a very I, proud moment of I've ours. I've consistently shot in the 90s for the whole summer last year. Yes. But my problem is when I play with groups of people that I really admire. You just, all hell breaks loose. I don't, I don't try. No. It's way more fun. I'm too focused on having fun. It's way too fun. I'm, and if, if, if you're a person who's listening and said, you know, golf's a boring game, go out to the links. With your best friends. With three of your closest friends and tell me you don't have a good time and just laugh your ass off because none of you will be good it's, it's unless hilarious. you're like one of your friends is like an asshole and is a bro like a good golfer we literally play golf with kids that played a baseball their whole life yes b work at club champion yes and we all play like ass every time we play together except for my brother sometimes but that's because he doesn't have as much fun as he showed and he tries yes. a little too hard he's a good guy Great guy, but he loves to try super hard. He at loves golf. to win. Loves to win. He does have that winning mentality. He does. And kid's a dog. Kid's a dog. If there was money in the line, I wouldn't say a goddamn word to anybody. I wouldn't. But it's so fun. But because we're with the fellows having a good time. Golf is so fun. Golf is so fun. And I wanted to throw it back now that you just mentioned it, that one time that Tim, your brother and I, went down eighteen hole match in a skins match. Yeah. Went to 18. I knotted it up with a great hole on 18 at Richmond. Uh-huh. Put it right into the bunker, 52 out of the bunker, right to the green. Okay. Missed a fucking four-footer for the win, right? Tears. We go to one for yep. the, the playoff hole. Playoff hole. We all hit great drives. I lose mine. Mm. Middle of the fairway. Everybody saw go middle of the oh, fairway. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I lost it. Yeah. Right? Your brother fucking puts one on the green from 100, from 100 feet away. Tim hits one, like, right up, you know, in layup zone. Classic. 
And I'm this honest of a person that I found my ball in the hazard, at, at, which it should have been in the middle of fairway. He must have got an ungodly kick. Of course. And I played it from the hazard. What a gentleman you Took are. Took a drop and everything. So, yeah. I just, I just wanted to say how good of a person I was. Yeah. So, uh, and on a humble note, you know? Yes. But Completely uh, just, you know, takes back your take before about yep. you being the absolute worst. Yep. But no, yeah, you are a great person to golf with. But it, but it, but it is golf season, and I'm very excited about yes, that. Yes, Augusta soon. Augusta is soon. I can't wait to podcast about golf. No, oh, uh, we'll save that for next episode. What? Bryson. Yeah, we'll touch on that next episode. We'll touch on that next episode. All right. And on that note, this has been episode one officially of the Benching Bad Takes podcast. And for all those listening, hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care. Keep grinding.